This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I'm one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim, the other host. How are you doing this week, Tim? Tom, uh, beep, beep, blorp, blorp, right? Oh, what the heck? I'm just making the, the ka-ching, ka-ching noises that a Game Boy will make. That's uh, incredibly accurate. I, I was confused at first. Do, I thought do, it do, was... Do, 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 yeah, song. I do remember. Tetris. Song, song's a, a, a banger, as they would say nowadays. Yeah, because it's Game Boy week here on the Complete Guide to Everything. <laughs> All week. All week, we've just been playing our Game Boys. Uh, unfor- Classic Tom topic. And unfortunately, we're only putting out one episode this week, but it is, the, the rest assured, the entire week is still Game Boy week. Yeah, we've been recording guide. episodes every day this week about the Game Boy. We're just releasing this one. Right. Well, the other ones haven't been up to snuff, so hopefully this one. Who knows? Yeah. This, I mean, we've said we've gone through a similar routine in the beginning of five of the episodes so yeah. far, saying, well, yeah, but this is going to be the good one, and it gets thrown out, so this might be just like the rest. Top notch. This is how we maintain quality here. We record 40 hours every <laughs> week to bring you this one hour. Um. All right, so did you say why it's Game Boy Week? No, I said it's a classic Tom topic. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's Game Boy Week because this week marks uh, 30 years since the Game Boy came out in Japan. Happy birthday, buddy. You're 30 years oh, young. Oh, thank you. It is my oh. birthday this week, too, Tim. Yeah, Tom. That's that's actually why. You wish it was your 30th. I was bringing this up because I was just hoping to bring attention to my own birthday. I was like, oh, I'll, I'll be like, how oh, old a man are you? Do you want to say? Uh, a lady never tells. Okay. What about you? Uh, older than a Game Boy. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'll start. <laughs> That'd be a weird thing for me to adopt when people ask how old I am for me to just give a sassy older than a Game Boy. <laughs> like, huh? Well, which, which Game Boy? Well, you like older than my Game Boy? The concept of Game Boy, I don't understand, but by then I would have already ran away. Tom, I think in about 30 seconds you're going to say how <laughs> old you were when the Game Boy came out. Uh, yeah, and which, you know, for any math heads out there, they'll be able to figure it out pretty quick. Yeah. Get out the old uh, uh, compass. Look, if there are any math heads listening, write in and tell us how old you think Tom is. <laughs> um. So yeah, 30 years ago, it came out uh, this week in Japan, but it came out July 31st in the U.S. of A. So we're is, jumping the gun Which a is bit. where I was living at the time. Um, at the time. At the time. Right. I've since hopped around a bit. Real globetrotter. I've been on vacation, too. Uh, You've been on numerous cruise ships, as I recall. Yeah, which is international waters. So yeah. all the, I could have been playing any Game Boy there. Yeah. You know, Nobody could have done a, a damn thing about they it. They can't touch you when no. you're out there. Yeah, guess what? This is an import. This is a, a, a PAL region Game Boy. Yeah, this is a Kirby's adventure that would blow your mind if you saw it in uh, one of the, the contiguous 48 states. This is a Kirby's adventure that was not released in the United States due to explicit sexual content. Yeah. What is Kirby? I'll tell you what, he's always sucking and blowing. So yeah, it Tom. wouldn't have what? That is what he does. So it wouldn't Air. have been not it would have no, sometimes it's enemies. A lot of times it's enemies. That's his whole thing, man. I never played a Kirby game. I wasn't allowed to due to all the <laughs> sucking, sucking and blowing. And blowing yes. Um you know what? 
yeah, it's going to be jumping the gun a little bit. Kirby was like a little bit past my time uh, for games. Yeah, you were Pac-Man. No, I wasn't Pac-Man. Uh, Pong. I wasn't that old. No, but like Kirby. That n- football game uh, where the thing <laughs> vibrates and all the pieces move around. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, how did that thing work? What was like? How would I think you, you just put your guys game? down, and it was just the randomness of the the uh, motor. Yeah. yeah, things used to be real boring, huh? Pinball was pretty cool. You know pinball's what? Pinball's still pretty good. Yeah, pinball's good. And to think that they had pinball back in the fifties. Yeah. When did it? When did it start? Uh, no, probably uh, earlier than that. No, like turn of the century. There was like not not the same type of pinball. Not the kiss pinball machine. <laughs> no, the kiss pinball machine didn't come until much later. <laughs> but there were games. What about the T two? pinball game was that was around the the 20th century okay um because back then they only had uh they had to make the 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 plunger you would pull back out of a gun handle yeah plunger the pinball plunger hadn't been invented yet Mm. so they're like well we do have shotgun handles yeah it is the wild west after all yeah um no but like turn of the century there were pinball-esque games like pachinko-esque games i don't know if they necessarily had the two bumpers but maybe they did flippers flippers yeah but Come you know things things been around. Um, no. It's 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 impressive because that, that's a game that holds up today. Yeah, it's a fun game. It's loud. I wouldn't want one in my home unless I had a really nice home that was big, <laughs> big enough that I could not have the pinball machine right next to my bed. Like people who like video games could play pinball machines and still be like, "This is fun." Yeah. But like kids these days, they have I don't know what Tamagotchis. What do they have? <laughs> Furbies. What are you talking about? What do the what do kids play with? Uh, little toys. Um, toy like yeah, but if you Nintendo, gave them a hobby Nintendo horse switch from, or a, from yeah or or a phone, is that all? Kids kids don't have toys anymore. They just have tablets. Uh no, they have toys too, but they have you know they play games. I thought we were talking about games. Now I was talking about making an analogy to to how much toys are better these days than they were back then. Yeah, you don't need an imagination like you used to. Right. Um, Although you do see um, from like uh, the seventies, uh, the Muppets merchandise. Uh huh. Like you get a full size Fozzie Bear that works as a puppet in the seventies. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Nah, Muppet merchandise know, in the seventies was. You I know, know what? This is like your weird hangout that like you didn't get like a. a, a perfect replica kermit or whatever how that's hard why could that you be to mass produce how you are now <laughs> how am i now tom <laughs> difficult yeah, i'm pretty difficult <laughs> sorry it's the 30th anniversary of a handheld <laughs> yeah, tim it, it's a tom episode you don't have to try and steer it towards how hard is it to make a a, a reasonable pl- reasonably place price kermit not even re- it doesn't need to be reasonably priced, especially now. <laughs> I, I have disposable I can afford, income. Yeah, I I have enough disposable. I w- if they had a I'm movie sure they do. and TV quality. No, you Tom, haven't looked into it. Are you kidding me? I haven't looked into it. <laughs> Tom, I look into it every well, day you're of my life. In the wrong places. It's fired from my job for looking into it too much on company time. <laughs> <laughs> just, just searching uh, in Google I'll, different combinations yeah, of I'll Kermit, get to it later. Kermit puppet real. <laughs> <laughs> All right, real Kermit puppet. Yeah. No, it's tough. Tim, we need those reports. How much would you pay for a movie quality beaker? 
Oh, like or a Swedish chef. Yeah, oh, well, a Swedish, that, should be, that would that, be a big one. And but that should also be cheaper because you had to use your real hands, right? Unless it came with like very realistic hands, right? Which is how which they display it at the Jim Henson exhibit at the Museum oh, of the Moving Image, which makes sense. I mean, otherwise yeah. it would look weird. But but it's a bummer because it it's also weird to see. Yeah, because I'm looking at all the puppets. I'm like, oh, there's Fozzie. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, there's a. Big bird, which that is a big bird. When you yeah. when you're standing right next to it, Tom, you you wouldn't. And then you get to the Swedish Chef, and you're just like, "That's weird. They made these lifelike hands to display with the puppet." Yeah. Um. And then you just wind up looking at the hands, and then you leave, and you're like, <laughs> yeah, "I didn't even look at the mustache." Yeah. 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 Anyway, the Game Boy. <laughs> yeah, thirty years young. Thirty years. Um. It's bulky. Remember how bulky it is. Uh, it's very bulky. Um, Explain to everybody uh-huh. who might not know yeah. what a Game Boy is. So Game Boy came out 30 years ago. It was uh, really, it, I believe it was the first cartridge-based uh, portable video game system. Made by Made Nintendo. by Nintendo. Who is still around today. Um, before the Game Boy, there were only really like LCD Video game those, systems. Those video games suck. They they suck so bad. And I had not so many of them, but I had a few as a kid. Double Dragon. I yeah. I had Double game. Dragon. I had a, yeah. I had the baseball. The baseball game actually wasn't bad. It wasn't. The thing with all of them <laughs> is the backgrounds were just painted. They were yeah, just like it was just plastic. like a sticker yeah. background, and then a little black. It was you know the same technology used in uh, like a digital alarm clock. Yeah. LCD technology. Well, that's what they use nowadays, too, but it was different. Uh, so it was only like little things that could light up. It wasn't really any kind of animation. Yeah, it stunk. Those games stunk. It stunk. And I'm sorry, a- Mom and Dad, that as a stocking stuffer at Christmas, you probably spent $25 three years in a row on those things. Yeah. Um, I hated them. They were cool. Like I was excited to get them. Well, that's but fifteen minutes later, I was like, "This thing is impenetrable. I can't figure this game that's out." That's what I was gonna say. That it was always, um, uh, I was fooled by them constantly. You know, I was burned every time. But they every look time, really cool. They look like yeah. they're gonna be a lot of fun. But then every time a new one came out that was based on, I remember I really wanted a Simpsons one when I was a kid. Because uh, it was like, nah, this one looks awesome. This one looks, th- tell you what, this one's be a lot different. like the cartoon on this, TV. This one's a lot different from all the other ones, I can tell. And then you buy it, and it's exactly the same as the other ones. Who made those? Konami? Uh, Acclaim. or something? Acclaim. Oh, Acclaim. Yeah, they had Ten- a license. Yeah. Um, so, well, before this, Nintendo made Game & Watch. Do you remember those things? No, I'm not. An old man like you. No, they weren't. They were before my time too. But I do remember seeing them at Toys R Us on display. But they were a very game expensive. Game and watch. Game and watch. It was uh, Nintendo. I think it might have actually been their first foray into video games. Uh, it might have predated the NES. So it was a watch. No, it actually looked like a. Uh, you pointed to your wrist. the 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 viewer couldn't. The listener couldn't see. Yeah. The well, viewer, me, could see. <laughs> right. So I thought it was a watch. Meant to just throw you off and make you sound like a real dummy. Mm. Ooh, a watch? Game and watch. You watch the game. Oh. 
I don't know. Maybe it had a watch too, too. It, it was like a clamshell thing. It actually looked a lot like the Nintendo DS, which came out later, was influenced the by The Nintendo dual screen. Yes. Is that what it stands for? Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, uh, the Game & Watch. But the Game & Watch, there were like, I think, 65 different ones somewhere around there. Uh, but they were just like the old systems where you could only get, uh, it was one game per device. Yeah. But then. It keep it moving. One game for, per device. Yeah. Move on to the next one. Uh, the guy who invented that, those also invented the Game Boy. Do you know how he came up with the idea for all these things? By reaching into his imagination and making it happen he was on the train going to work in japan and he noticed that there was a japanese businessman who was so bored because you know this was the old days when yeah. everything was real boring mm -hmm. he was so bored that he was just uh absentmindedly pressing the buttons on his calculator just to entertain himself i mean how <laughs> how much of a stretch is it if the video game systems exist in mm -hmm. arcade games to be like, hey, I would like to have one of those in my hand that's portable with a screen on it. Uh, because maybe that and maybe that Japanese businessman was typing out five eight zero zero eight and then turning it upside down. It's true. Or uh and then giggling like the Dickens. Or seven seven three four. Whoa, Tom. Don't mess around with that. Um yeah, I think at the time, he was the guy who came up with the idea of, huh, you know, all the video game systems now are either, uh, they're all hooked up to a television, which were CRTs back then, so the big, giant, heavy Cathode thing. ray tubes. Boy, you're really on top of all the acronyms today. Thank you, Tom. Today. Um, I've got one for you later. We'll see if you can guess it. B-Y-O-B. <laughs> You got it. <laughs> MYOB. Man. What is MYOB? Mind your own business. Oh. Uh, no, tell me. Uh. So uh, everybody, the people that were probably thinking, you know, it'd be great if I had a video game I could take with me everywhere, but how the hell am I going to lug this giant TV around? Where this guy was thinking, huh, what if I took the screens on calculators mm. and made a game? And that's what Game & Watch was. It was the exact same type of uh, display technology. Right. But then... Uh, and that but then was, he was like, man, that really sucked. <laughs> I shouldn't things, have done that. These things suck. These things suck. Actually, I think the Game & Watch were better than the Acclaim ones that we're just referring to. Just read a to. book. At that point, just read a goddamn book. Um, this Japanese businessman absentmindedly <laughs> pressing the buttons on a calculator. Jesus Christ, buy a book. Read a magazine. Maybe he'd forgotten he's at the office. Hmm, you read that as him coming home from work. In my mind, it was him going to work. Oh. Interesting. Wow. Huh? I wonder what that reveals about our personalities. I wonder which one was true. I wonder what, you know, which is where would you be most bored? Probably not coming home from work. You're, you're probably just, just like, tired. You're, you're raring probably just to go. Out. You're like, I'm free. Oh, I'm thinking the other way around. Shackles are off. This is my time now until bedtime. 
till my mom or wife makes me go to bed. (laughs) This is my time. Arguably, bedtime's still your time. Eh, Now it is. Now, Tom. Mm -hmm. I love going to sleep. You're in charge. You you get to decide. I used to, and by used to, I mean like three or four weeks ago. I used to be like, I don't want to go to bed. Like I want to, I want to do fun things. I don't want to. And then I something uh, switch flipped. Mm -hmm. It's like. No, when I'm in bed, that's and I'm asleep. That's the most fun yeah boy could have. It's uh, it's, it's relaxing. My body recharges. So get all my energy from that. After they realized Game and Watch sucks, and and the Nintendo Entertainment System did was, they formally apologize? <laughs> the Nintendo Entertainment System by that time was you know full swing. People loved it. They were like, "What if we did that? We put cartridges in." Mm. So they came up with the much I- like the Nintendo. This was, this was post Nintendo, Nintendo Entertainment, Entertainment System. System. Yeah. Uh, now you're playing with power. Yeah. So well, that campaign was actually even later. No, I don't think so. <laughs> so they came up with the idea of Game Boy, which was uh, we'll put cartridges in, just like everybody knows from Nintendo Entertainment System. Uh, but also instead of just having like a you know, three different drawings that can light up. We're going to uh, uh, come up with this different kind of screen. Tim, the Game Boy's model number is DMJ001. Do you know what the DMJ stood for? Dynamite Jazz. <laughs> totally. So the M stands for the M in dynamite? Yeah, dynamite, they, they spell this two words. Oh, okay. No, it's a dot matrix game. Oh. Because it had a dot matrix screen. Man, much like my beloved printer. Yeah, they were like, everybody loves these dot matrix printers. There's not much dot matrix technology in, in play nowadays. Hmm. You'd like to see it, though. I'd like to hear that noise again. Yeah. Um, do you know what the display resolution... No, why are we talking about this? Because, listen, I want to tell you, it was only 160 by 144 pixels. Okay. Do you know how big an icon on your iPhone is? How many pixels? Like a million. No, 114 by 114. Oh. So imagine playing a game and it has the same resolution as, like, the mail icon. Yeah, I know. I did it on the, on the, on the, the Game Boy. Yeah. Yeah. Guess what? 30 years ago, technology wasn't as good as it was today. The screen was only 2.6 inches. Really? Yeah. Super tiny. Yeah. I don't remember it being that tiny. They put like a, a larger though. gray border around it. Yeah, to but make that it never seem... fooled me. I yeah. knew that wasn't part of the screen. That part never changed. Yeah. One time it did. Tim, we were talking tech specs. You, right. you, uh, uh, made I me. thought we might be done with the tech specs. Uh, no, I have one final technical specification for you, uh, which is that it ran on four AA batteries for 15 hours, which is really not bad. No. And I that, always felt like I was running out of batteries on that thing, though. Yeah, me too, but I think it was just because we were playing the hell out of them all the time. Yeah, car rides. I think I wasn't allowed to play them unless I was in the car. Um, I was allowed to, but I think I understood that uh, I had like a strict battery budget. Yeah. You know, that I, I couldn't constantly be asking for batteries. Batteries in the 80s. <laughs> 
batteries in the 80s were so hard to come by and so expensive. Yeah. I mean, they had them at most convenience stores, Tom. I mean, hard to Probably come by. Probably every convenience store. For, for, like, how old were you when the Game Boy came out? I was eight when it came out. Hmm. Well, let's get those uh, math well, Another clue. <laughs> uh, another clue to figure out how old I'm turning this week. Hard for an eight-year-old to... Well, I was going to say they were hard to come by in a home because I feel like in my home, at least, there were never spare batteries, you know? Yeah. Like, nobody bought- You'd find some in the junk drawer, but it's like, how'd they get there? They're probably old. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's a a grab bag, whatever's in the junk drawer. Then you got an Energizer and a a Duracell in the same remote, and it's like- is this thing gonna catch on fire? <laughs> yeah, or like you got a you got a Duracell, like a nice battery, but then you've got a some CVS bullshit. C- yeah, and it's like this battery is real light compared to yeah. the other one. I don't know if this is gonna do anything. Did you ever uh, lick a nine volt to see if it's got yeah, any charge? Yeah, man, I'm too afraid. I've, oh, I've never. Come on, you've never licked a nine volt. <laughs> well, to be fair, I probably haven't seen a nine volt battery in twenty years. But before that, uh huh, yeah, no, I was I'm desperately I was... trying to think if I have a nine volt battery somewhere. Yeah, I'll lick it. Yeah, well, if I do have one, I will need to see if it's got. Yeah, I'll do the, the nine volt challenge. Yeah, I mean, it just kind of gives you a little zap and tastes gross. Tastes very metally. Yeah, but it's nice. It's something to do. It's hey. better. Hey, it's better than just absentmindedly punching the keys of a calculator. Yeah. <laughs> what if he saw the guy doing that and then occasionally sneaking a lick of a nine volt battery? And that's like, all right, this guy's pretty cool. <laughs> this guy isn't so lame. Yeah, it's a bit of a daredevil. Um. So, uh, yeah, batteries. You, <laughs> you could. It, it, nobody bought batteries unless you needed them for something. Yes. That's but, the point of batteries. No, they're because listen, utilitarian objects. Recently, I realized how cheap batteries are, and I think they're just cheap because you don't need them anymore. I don't. Yeah, because I don't think they were that cheap back in the day. No, they're cheap now because you don't need them. I'm trying to explain supply and demand to you, for God's sake. Stop yelling at me. I, I, we're on the same side, <laughs> dumb. I bought. Uh, I think I I panicked. I thought it was like a price mistake. I bought like a 36 pack of batteries. Uh, one time years ago, and I still have so many of those batteries because what the hell am I going to yeah. do with them? I have I have a controversial opinion or idea mm-hmm. to float for the battery industry. Okay. And for all the uh, battery needing product industry, anything that needs batteries, uh-huh. just change it all to AAA. <sighs> Well, sometimes things need double A. <laughs> yeah, but that's stupid. I We're changing like they've, all. They've... There should be one battery size at this point. We we can figure it out. I have I have a remote at my house, Tom, mm-hmm. for the TV, and I only use it for the volume, uh-huh. right? And so uh, I noticed <laughs> lately it's been a little bit more difficult to to, to you turn. Press it harder. Yeah, or you know, it doesn't always take in the first thing. Mm-hmm. It's like ah, I think I'm out of batteries. Now that I'm thinking of it, Tom, you live right next door to a supermarket. Uh-huh. I'd love to, while it's fresh on my mind, when I leave here tonight, uh-huh. we're recording at your apartment, Yeah, uh, go down and buy some batteries. I don't know if it's double A or triple A. I got some triple A's if you need them. I'd be Thank happy you, to- 
let you take them off my hands. Aren't we at the point where so few things need batteries these Mm -hmm. days that they should all just take one type of battery and we could figure out the technology around, oh, this needs uh, a nine volt. No, it doesn't. It needs a double (laughs) A and it's all batteries. It's all power. I will counter your argument. D batteries. Well, I would maniac has D batteries in there. I would argue that we have come a long way because when's the last time you found yourself in need of D or C size batteries? That's true. Let's let's just take the plunge, go the extra step. Look, it's it's a process, Tim. We're slowly eliminating. We'll get down to just uh, watch batteries and then hearing aid batteries. What's a C battery? Just a slightly smaller D battery? Yeah. Yeah. So I had f- some flashlights that were either C or D. <laughs> yeah, but now, flashlights, you'll now find. LED lighting yeah, in there. You don't need all that. You don't need that, that kind of no. power. They'll still sell... You can still find C batteries if it's uh, like a flashlight that's supposed to double as like a, a bludgeoning tool. Yeah, that's true. But why don't you just put like... Nah, because C batteries are heavy. Put rocks in there? Yeah, or like uh, just make... Just put a steel thing that, that you'll never have to replace. Um, You know what? Probably to save on shipping because they don't want to pay those shipping costs. They're like, we'll ship them to you. You put the, the C batteries or rocks inside. Yeah, just put rocks in there. <laughs> just have an empty compartment in there and just be, you could even fill with water. Who cares? Well, I mean, you could do that now. Nothing's stopping you. Well, if, if, oh, it, you're if saying it needs put, put C like batteries. Put like a watch battery in there but still have a big compartment for rocks. Yeah, <laughs> okay, right? Yeah. If, you, if you need to use it as a bludgeoning tool yeah. also. I've been thinking about buying some kind of a bludgeoning tool for home defense. Yeah, me too. Oh, we should... uh... I was thinking of just (laughs) buying an aluminum bat to have next to my bed. Mm. That's... You know what? Maybe it was the same thing. Like, I just recently heard somebody talking about... Like, oh, everybody's got, like, a bat next to their bed. And I was like, I don't have a bat next to my bed. Yeah, I it's should, not maybe... 1987 where we don't need that in New York City, <laughs> yeah, do we? But then I was like, ah, oh, maybe I do need that. Uh, I was I was trying to find, a, like, a collapsible baton. I think they're illegal in New York City. Yeah. Though. You don't even need one in your home. What? What do you, you need the space? No, because, like, if there's, like, a home invasion, I want to, uh, like, put it, uh, behind my back and do the whole like, oh no, you got me. I'm giving up, and I'm putting my hands up, right? Right. And then I reach behind and I grab it and I say something like, uh, "But you forgot one thing." Ah, uh, you and should always I- <laughs> announce before your surprise attack. And then I uh, extend the baton so it's you know more dramatic. Yeah. And then what do you do? I don't think I could hit somebody with a bat or a baton. Uh, not even if they were like in your bedroom. Um, I think I would. Yeah, I, I, I think, I think I could. I don't know. <sighs> like a baseball bat, though, you need a lot of room. Yeah, that's true. You know, you need to wind up. You need to warm up. Yeah, let me take some. Uh, you got to put that donut on. <laughs> yeah, take put some the pra- donut on. Get some practice, practice swings. swings. Yeah. Um, we do that. He'll. Nah. <laughs> I'm not gonna say what I was gonna say. <laughs> uh, why were we talking about? Oh, batteries. Yeah. So uh, a lot of people say that this is why the Game Boy won the the portable console wars because all the other consoles, which I'm gonna I'm gonna name in a moment, it's contemporary. Uh, don't give them the free publicity. 
Uh, the things that they said about Game Boy in their commercials. It's true. Disgusting. So the other ones, they all were technically superior and in color. However, the fault of them was that they all required, I believe they all required more batteries and got significantly less battery life. Right. And they didn't understand their target market of kids who can't just go to the store and buy batteries. batteries? I knew where to get them, but, you know, at night I can be like, Mom, we have to go to CVS. I need you to buy, you know, $7 worth of batteries so I can play games for 15 more hours. I did eventually get an AC adapter for home use. Mm. Mm. I never got a car adapter. I was always trying to, I was always angling like, hey, let's get one of those car adapters. But uh, I think my parents were like, no, I don't want like a cable snaking through the the car. Why not? I think it... Your parents hate snakes? <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. That's a good answer. I think it was also like a, a question of like, how much power does this thing draw? Like, yeah. you're going to have like a dead car battery yeah, from exactly. this stupid thing. You're going to go back after, uh, go back to the parking lot at the Grand Canyon. <laughs> yeah. Your car's not going to start. Like, yeah, Jackass. But, well, my Game Boy's charge. It didn't yeah. charge it. It would just run it. Right. Um... Oh, so the contemporaries, Tim, were the Sega Game Gear, yeah, the Atari Lynx, mm-hmm. and the NEC Turbo Express. Now, the Atari Lynx uh-huh. was the, 16-bit. Yeah, and the big draw there was that you can link them up together with a wire, and you could play against your friends. You could do that with the Game Boy, too. Really? Yeah. Oh, I think the Atari Lynx, you could do it with like eight people or something. Yeah, there it was- It had like two ports, so you could daisy chain. Yeah, the- um, Yeah, because the commercial was a bunch of boys at school in the bathroom in the stalls. Mm. Um, and they had daisy chained across a few stalls, and the teacher comes in and busts them for uh, playing Lynx in the bathroom. Yeah. Story as old as time. And the teacher's like, I thought you guys said you were going to take a shit. <laughs> yeah. I didn't think you'd be playing video games. I don't remember a teacher ever coming into the bathroom. No, if I was a teacher, <laughs> I'd stay out of the bathroom. Yeah, look, like, I don't need to know what's going on. Can of worms. There. Yeah. yeah, I got enough And like problems. the liability of like, hey, I'm going to go you know, mess up. Yeah, stick to the bathroom in the teacher's lounge. <laughs> yeah, my, why my else policy. did you become a teacher if you're yeah. not going to use that one? Um no, the Lynx, the whole thing, there were a few things. One was that it was color. It was 16-bit, which nobody really knew what that meant, but it was like, whoa. It was more than 8-bit, which is our stupid Game Boys had. And our Game Boys were, were the color of uh, creamed spinach, they said. Yeah, pea soup. Yeah. Um, the Atari Lynx also had an interesting feature that I don't think anybody gave a, a flying poop about, uh, where you could turn it. So you could play it left-handed or right-handed. But nobody yeah. did that. I mean, nobody... I'm left-handed, and I'm not good at video games. But you just you just had to learn how yeah, to play Yeah, because it was games. like, well, there's no other... I don't have a way to play any other video game in history left-handed. Yeah. Unless I'm doing like a cross, where I've got my arms crossed from each yeah. other. I, sometimes you would see people doing that. And it was like, you know, video games just aren't for you. Yeah. Go, go, just go you know, you can use a calculator. Go... Uh, those, those you can use either hand. That's what's for yeah, you. Yeah, go absentmindedly <laughs> peck away at a, at a, at a 
calculator on a commuter train. Uh, so all these systems actually, not only was the battery life not as good, they were all more expensive too, which is the other thing I forgot. Uh, do you remember the Turbo Express? No, what was that? TurboGrafx-16? Yes. So yeah, the- well, as you know... Uh-huh. Only trash families had Turbo Graphics. I won a Turbo Graphics from the newspaper. Tim. I know, Tom. Two of them. I know, Tom. <laughs> and the the fact that you brought that up more than anything else ever over the ten well, years we've been the, doing this by podcast far the most interesting thing that's ever happened. It to me. is your greatest accomplishment. And when did it happen? How old were you? Uh, it was probably around that time. So it's probably like eight years old. Thirty years ago. Yeah. Tom, you're living in the past, and you'd make fun of somebody who's like, man, he's living his old uh, high school football glory days. I never, he never progressed. You wrote away, you wrote to the newspaper and won a trash, two trash game systems. It came with uh, Bonk's Adventure and Bloody Wolf, too. Yeah. The two games I would have, you know, wanted most to begin with. Let's talk about uh, games that the Game Boy came with. I think it also came with basketball. Wow. Um, You know what I did? I played actual basketball down at the courts, Tom. No, you didn't. Turbo. My brother did. (laughs) Turbo Express, though, was, I I believe, the first video game system that was a portable version of a home system. So as such, it was super expensive. I think it ran on eight AA batteries. Sheesh. Something crazy. Uh, That was always like, I never, to this day, I don't think I've seen one in, in person. That was always like a pipe dream system of like, wow, can you imagine being so rich you could have a Turbo Express? Well, or, you know, you just opened up the newspaper every day <laughs> to see if they were running a contest. Oh, man, I would have loved to have won a Turbo man, Express. Man, imagine there was a contest in the newspaper when you were a kid that was like, and the winner gets 500 AA batteries. <laughs> oh, oh, I would have <laughs> been. Like, I'll be in business for years. Yeah, I'll never have to uh, go outside again. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Sega Game Gear, which I had a Sega Game of Gear. Of course, because the trashiest people <laughs> had multiple systems. Sega Game Gear was awesome. Yeah. I was more of a Sega kid. Like, the Nintendo Game Boy was the only Nintendo system I had uh, growing up until I got a Super Nintendo. Did, uh, did your ass have a front door? <laughs> yeah, and a back one, Tim. All right. Anyway, you were- A bunch of car parts strewn uh, across <laughs> your, your lawn. It's my birthday week, Tim. You're supposed to be nice to me. It's not a, that's not a rule of birthdays. Uh, but you brought up a good point. Let's talk about the 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 games, the initial batch of games available for yeah. the Game Boy. Tom, I'll tell you one thing. Mm-hmm. They did a thing. Uh, there was a commercial on TV. Mm-hmm. I remember it really appealed to my father. Uh, it was a businessman uh-huh. waiting to get on a plane. That's and then, like me. And then, uh, <laughs> Tim, Tim, <laughs> hey, hey, kids, come in here. They're showing my lifestyle on TV. Yeah, Businessman, yeah. <laughs> like a man in a suit, just yeah. like your old dad. Your dad, your dad put down the calculator for a goddamn minute and started paying attention to TV. No, and uh, I don't know if my dad was actually really into it or if I just thought, like, oh, I should show my dad this commercial now that I'm thinking about it. Uh, but back then, there was no way to show somebody a commercial. Yeah, it was like, well, we'll watch TV for a few hours and then when this comes on I'll scream like a maniac. I mean, there was taping things off TV. Yeah, but you would tape a commercial and queue up a commercial to show somebody. Anyway, it was a business. It wasn't run during children's programming. It was uh-huh. like during prime time. Yeah. 
the guy they were waiting for a plane adult. and then boarding a plane, but he was distracted because he was playing Tetris the whole mm. time. And the whole conceit was an adult this into video games? No. What? And then it was like, what, is oh, he a baby. And actually, uh, actually, Tetris is quite a sophisticated puzzle game. Mm-hmm. And like. You know this, like your parents probably were like into Tetris a little yeah, bit, yeah. right? Yeah, that was like the only game on my Game Boy that they'd be like, eh, yeah, let me, let me play a little of that uh, Tetris. But nowadays, like, I bet if you saw that commercial, that whoever was playing the businessman was what thirty one years old. <laughs> no, <laughs> and it was like, back then it was it probably was like a fifty year old guy. That was kind of uh, what they would do because they because whenever Tom, they, in nineteen eighty nine, I'll. 30 year olds looked like they were That's 50. That's true. They all, they all had kids. Oh, I have a 13 year old kid. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Tetris was a phenomenon. Yeah. Uh, and that came bundled with the Game Boy. The Game Boy was the, the first video game system I remember buying with my own money. Wow. Yeah. I think I might have bought it that summer. I might have gotten it the summer it came out. I remember being really excited about it. Where did you get money it. when you were eight? I uh, stole it. Okay. Yeah, I would steal. Your parents were just like, nope, you have to use the money you stole from yeah. the church. <laughs> from whenever the collection plate would go yeah. around. Um, no, I think it was like, uh, uh, you know, doing chores and stuff. But it would, but it was all like nonsense chores. It was like, uh, like, hey, how about I uh, wash the cars and you pay me for it? Like, I would just come up with things that I wasn't good at doing. I mean, washing the cars is a necessary task yeah but an eight-year-old tom isn't going to do a good job washing the car yeah that's true it's probably more work for your parents your dad like teaching you how to yeah wash the car. i probably had to oh absolutely because i was probably like hey like all right you have to like go get all the stuff for me so i mm. can uh pick up some batteries while you're out <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um but yeah, I did I did chores or whatever, and like no, I had birthday money too because this is a few months after my birthday. Yeah, uh, so I had like saved Who up. Who gave and you got money it. for your eighth birthday? Uh, grandparents. Grandparents were yeah. always big on on cash. Yeah, I remember that might have been the summer that I got a twenty dollar bill, <laughs> and I thought I am the richest a kid's ever been. Yeah. Well, then, how much did a Game Boy cost? A hundred dollars? Ninety dollars. Ninety dollars. Which in today's dollars. One hundred and eighty-three ninety-nine. Wow, back in with my inflation day. and whatnot. Yeah, um, Tom, we're both uncles now. Yeah, different kids. Um, but uh, I think my move is going to be like on my my uh, niece and nephew's birthdays. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be like, here's eight hundred dollars. Here's more money than you know what to do with. <laughs> exactly. Here's a thousand dollars. Yeah, and I'll wait till they're like eight to do that. Right. But then it's like. Oh man! And then whatever like video game my brother, whatever system my brother like doesn't want this kid to have, like, yeah, eh, you know what? We're not gonna be a video game household. It's gonna be like, sorry, this kid has money to buy it yeah. himself. What are you gonna? This kid has rights. This is America, after all. Sorry, I bought them that system, the VR headset, and uh, fifteen games to go yeah. with it. No, I didn't buy it. Oh, uh, you just gave him money. <laughs> I just gave him sixteen hundred dollars for his ninth birthday. Yeah, but then, but. You have to then be like, and I'll drive you to go get Oh, yeah, yeah. of course. I'll drive anybody, anywhere <laughs> they want to go. Uh, My nephew, for God's sake. Uh, so, yeah, it came with Tetris. I remember Tetris came in the box. And Tetris was great because uh, that was always, that was probably like the one game that you would always go back to. Like, when you got bored with other games, 
You'd be like, eh, let me throw in Tetris for a I little bit. I go back to Tetris to this day, Tom. Exactly. Um, but I do remember the game that I bought, which I was so excited for, was Super Mario Land. Yes. Which, looking back, is a very weird Mario game. In what sense? I don't remember it super well. It doesn't play like other Mario games. It doesn't control the same. Like, he's a little bit, uh, like, slipperier. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, the power-ups are different. The enemies are different. Uh, there were eight bits, man. Is, Nintendo was eight bit, too. Yeah, but it was also two and a half inches. It's true. Uh, but the later games, Super Mario Land 2 and 3, uh, were much more like regular Mario games. Right. This was just kind of, I think, you know, it was the first game. Uh, they were kind of conservative. They didn't really know what... And, and I think it wasn't the people that normally make Mario games that worked on this. Right. Uh, but I remember, I love the hell out of that game. It was, it was a, a good game. It was a good game. And especially I, for the time, having something like that portable... Having, oh, it was having that even moderately yeah uh replicate the experience of playing Super Mario Brothers was incredible. Yeah, and uh as somebody that when I was a kid desperately wanted an NES but screwed up and didn't get one cuz I asked up for getting two no, Turbo Graphics I asked for the wrong system and then by then it was too late. Uh this was a great uh, way into the Mario world for me. Right. Uh, well, the Mario land. It's true. Uh, I recently found out that apparently the game, the entire game is only like a half hour long. Really? It's very short, which makes sense because I remember beating it a bunch of times. I never beat it. But it's a very short game. Yeah, it was for, for kids. Yeah, but I liked it. Uh, it also launched with Alleyway, mm-hmm. which is like a breakout. Yeah, um, I, I I always got bored with Alleyway. Yeah, you play it sometimes in like the bowling alley arcade, yeah. but yeah, you know, it wasn't that great. Uh, At least then it had the knob. Yeah, this had this had no knob. No knob. Uh, tennis, which I. I don't think I ever played it. I might have had tennis, or maybe a friend had tennis. And I borrowed it. I remember playing tennis. I remember it being fun. Then baseball. I remember also borrowing baseball and playing that. My brother really liked baseball, um, the video game, (laughs) and the regular game. Um, I didn't care much for the the video game. I felt like it didn't capture the nuances of an actual (laughs) baseball game. That's probably true. Uh, Yeah. Um, Yeah, and those were all the games at first. Very basic There was a a game in Japan Mm -hmm. that uh, didn't come out here. In the U.S. And what was that? Or game? in Europe. Uh, Yakuman. Oh, of course, Yakuman. And you know what that was? A Mahjong game. Ah, makes sense. They love Mahjong in Japan. Yeah, who knew that uh, they could also gotten uh, old ladies on board here? That's true. I'm sure. Have you ever heard it pronounced Mahjong? No. <laughs> I'm Bunch sure of people there I know were. Call it Mahjong. I'm, I'm, sh- not, I'm not sure. I think it's a thing. Uh, it might be a regional thing. Maybe. Have you been traveling to other regions and talking with elderly women lately? Yeah, actually, I do it quite frequently. <laughs> um, I'm sure there were Mahjong games that came out later. I think Nintendo probably rightfully said, hey, let's... Uh, 
We don't need to target the old ladies just yet. Right now. You now, know what? We for have a now limited it's launch. eight-year-olds and businessmen yeah. who travel. Uh, can I tell you my favorite Game Boy games that I remember owning? Okay. Uh, Super Mario Land, I mentioned. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That game, I couldn't make. I couldn't understand what the turtles were supposed to be. The graphics on that ba- that game were so bad. No, the graphics were good. Not the Nintendo Entertainment System version. Oh, okay. The Man, Game Boy version, which was different. It had very good graphics. I'm, How dare you? I'm skeptical. Uh, I mean, I'm sure it sucked, but I you know, was at the perfect age. I love Ninja Turtles. So it was great. Did I tell you I beat the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles arcade you've, game? You've, you did that, what, a week ago? Yeah. You've told me three times. Tom, I'm trying to relate to you. I did it to impress you. <laughs> you also told me that you had, like, essentially unlimited tokens to do Not it. Not essentially unlimited. I had literally <laughs> unlimited tokens. Yeah, you can beat any arcade game if you've got enough money. Yeah, and I did. <sighs> Buying your way to the top. Yes. Like a, a I put my name in the, in, the, in the thing. It's still there. I assume it's still there. I haven't been back. You, put, you didn't put ass? What's no, wrong with Tim. you? It, this is what the top ten looks like. Ass, ass, Tim, ass, <laughs> ass, 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 ass. Nice. Yeah. Um, Tim and a bunch of asses. Yeah. Uh, Castlevania. Pennsylvania. <laughs> Good one. Very, <laughs> very, a quick wit. Uh, Castlevania, which I liked. Yeah. Uh, maybe my favorite Game Boy game, DuckTales. I don't remember any of these. You remember DuckTales for NES, right? No. Where he would hop on really his like... he would hop on his cane? You don't remember that? I wasn't a big fan uh... of the licensed properties. Um... Yeah, but the DuckTales games were really good. I think I they was smart enough thing. to know that like, yeah, these are cash grabs. The DuckTales games were not cash grabs. They were labors of love. No, they no, actually Scrooge McDuck was just trying to add to his, <laughs> no, his that room was the thing. full of coins. That was the thing. He promised everyone he was so rich that he didn't need to do this. Yeah. That this was purely a. Uh, uh, he was At doing that it because point, it was fun. It doesn't matter. You get that rich, you have your you have this maniacal obsession just with getting just richer. getting more and more money. Well, that's not what he said. It I was know. A very good game. Duped by the one percent yet again, Tom. You would pogo. Oh, I'm acting in your best interest. Sure thing, McDuck. You had Pogo on your cane. It was a lot of fun. Uh, and then I also had a game called Pipe Dreams, which is pretty fun. It was like a puzzle game. Yeah, I remember Pipe Dreams. Yeah, that was another fun one. Yeah. Um, I had to share a Game Boy with my brother for a while. That stunk. Yeah. Well, and I got my own finally. You'd, you'd control the D-pad and he controlled the A and B. It's called the D-pad? Yeah, directional pad. No. <laughs> um... That that was fine. Uh, I got a Game Boy Color, I uh, think, in 1999, maybe 2000, right uh-huh. before I went off to college. Donkey Kong Country for that game, <laughs> I still play that. I don't actually. <laughs> I found my Game Boy Color recently, and it didn't work anymore. But the Donkey Kong Did Country. Did you try paying new batteries in there? No. Where am I going to get batteries? <laughs> um let me take a look at that Game Boy. Okay. I'm sure that Game Boy works because that's the thing about Game Boys that they're freaking indestructible. Do you know about this uh, uh, Game Boy that was bombed in the Iraq War? 
No. The so first the one? The first Iraq War. Desert Storm. Desert Storm. Is Storm and Norman. Storm and Norman Schwarzkopf. Uh, it was his Game Boy. No, it wasn't his Game Boy, but it was a soldier's Game Boy. Remember when they sold trading cards <laughs> yeah. for Operation Desert Storm? Mm-hmm. And you'd buy them and you'd be like, hey, check out this military guy I got. Yeah. Or check out this villain, <laughs> one of uh, Saddam Hussein's sons or, or somebody, or the Minister of Defense of Iraq. Well, that was later. That Ooh, was the second time. No, no, no. You're thinking of the, the deck of cards. Hmm? You're thinking of the deck of cards yeah. that came out. I'm thinking of the trading cards. No, but when the trading cards, the Minister of Information from Iraq, he wasn't like a guy. That was during the second Iraq war that he became like a, a known guy. No, no, no. They had they had cards yeah. of people. But, in, but they had that guy back then before he was big? It was, it was a position. It might not have been the same guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying here? Yeah, but it wasn't. It wouldn't have been as like we also had a Secretary of State, even though it wasn't the same Secretary of State as you know. Mm -hmm. They can be multiple guys in these roles. Yeah, but I'm just wondering if uh, if they had a card for that position. I don't think they had many villain cards. They did, Tom. Because I remember feeling weird about it. Um, and because like the subtext of this is like. Hope this guy's dead, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. The so this Game Boy was bombed out. Uh, it it got all like burned and like blown up, kind of like it's like the plastic all like melted and bubbled up. Uh-huh. Uh, that Game Boy is still running in the Nintendo store in New York City. It's like under glass, but it's playing Tetris. Like it's plugged into an AC adapter because they realize like, well, we're it's gonna... like the Eternal Flame. Like you got to hook it up to a gas line. Well, yeah, because they realize, Jesus, we're gonna uh, you know run ourselves out of business uh-huh. buying all these batteries otherwise. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, thirty years later and surviving a bomb blast, it's still running. So your Game Boy, the Game Boy colors, I can't imagine were as sturdy as the original Game Boy, which was a freaking brick. But I think they were pretty sturdy. So I say get some new batteries. Mm, it's really not that important to me. <laughs> I wish I had my Game Boys. Like I sold all them. Uh, Game Boys. Yeah, because I had a Game Boy, and then I had a Game Boy... I think I've graduated to uh, Game Man at this point. I think I had a Game Boy, and then I had a Game Boy Pocket. Like, I sold my Game Boy guy a Game Boy Pocket, and then I What's sold... What's a Game Boy Pocket? It was just a smaller version of the Game Boy. Okay. Uh, the and then technology. I sold that and got a Game Boy Color. Mm-hmm. What color was yours? My Game Boy Color? Uh-huh. I believe it was yellow. Mine was green. Still is green to this day. I think that's actually the most uh, valuable one. Really? Yeah. I think it's worth like a couple hundred bucks. Wow. Yeah. If you still had it in the box, it'd be worth a lot. Why would I keep the box? No, you keep it sealed in the box. Why would I do that? Because it'd be worth more money. That's my... I, I buy something for $120, wait 20 years, and get $200 back? No, if it was in the Ooh, box. What, a, what, a, if what it, an investment. If it was in the box, I think it's worth like $800. Still, not enough for me. Like, even if I had known that, I think I'd be like, nah, I'm fine. <laughs> I'll just play. <laughs> well, uh, you probably you know, thought, like, gonna, you know what, by then I'll be a millionaire, so I wouldn't even care yeah. about $800. Or like... If if I had put uh, $120 in an index fund 
1999. I yeah, think but I you did. wouldn't have known how to do that. You did know how to go buy a Game Boy. I didn't know how to, at like 17 years old, buy a Game Boy for like one eighth of my net worth <laughs> and then not use it yeah. and then not lose it over the next 20 years. Well, it sounds like you're irresponsible. It sounds like you're blaming society I'm blaming for how anybody for anything. I think it's a shitty plan you on your part. You should have just kept a hold of it. N- nothing happened. It's nobody's fault. There, nothing, I mean, there, it's there your was fault. No you'd be $800 was, richer. <sighs> You're not even playing that Game Boy now anyway, so you might as well have yeah, just I have kept all that it. money to give to my nephew for his birthday. Yeah. Too. You yeah. Gonna... <sighs> uh, yeah right. And then there was the Super Game Boy, which was a cartridge you would plug into Super Nintendo that had a Game Boy slot. I remember renting it from Blockbuster Video, and it was neat, but it was also like, eh, yeah, I could just play a Game Boy. Hey, if I'm going to play Super Nintendo, let me play a Super Nintendo yeah. game. It looks a lot better. Exactly. Um, can I tell you something that I really didn't like on the original Game Boy? What's that? Look. The lack of backlighting. Yeah, Tom. But beyond that. Okay. Because, uh, again, a lot of family car trips. Mm-hmm. Make you car sick when you play it. No. Uh, sometimes this will go into the night. Lack of backlighting. Guess what? Nintendo had an answer. A big, bulky light <laughs> that you put over it. it. Didn't even really do it. Like, the angle of the light just kind of reflected off. You couldn't really see the screen that well. Yeah, I had a thing that would plug into the link cable slot, and it was essentially a book light. Right. It was a little tiny lamp. But uh, to get it at an angle where it lit the screen but didn't cause so much glare that you couldn't see what was on the screen was very difficult. Yeah. And, and for people that don't know this, you know, again, welcome back to two old men complaining <laughs> about uh, old things hour. Uh, these screens did not have a backlight, which meant they did not emit light. Like, uh, you know, you know, when you're in a dark room and you turn your phone on, it's like, ah, that's bright. Yeah. You know, when you're on a commuter train and you take out your calculator, but it's night, so you can't see the funny phrases that you're 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 typing in and then turning it upside down. Boobs or hell. Yeah. Uh, That's what this was like. You couldn't see it unless you had an external light source, Mm -hmm. Uh, but not too bright of a light source either. Like you can really play it outside because then it would just wash the whole thing out. Right. Oh, it did have that contrast uh, wheel. Oh, yeah, a contrast slider. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Tom, let me ask you this. Uh-huh. Was there a Game Genie for the there uh, was. Game Boy? I never had it, but uh, interesting fact about the Game Genie, uh, it was huge, but then it had a little door that held a little booklet with all the codes. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's actually... I, I just saw it recently You know, in this coverage of... Uh, the 30th anniversary, I was like, oh, that's really neat. What are you, what are your news <laughs> sources that they cover the 30th anniversary of Game Boy? I get USA Today left on my doorstep every oh, morning. Okay. You do live at the plaza. Yeah. I mean, that's one of the perks. Yeah. I'm going to read it cover to cover. Oh. And, and up right on the front page, uh, they were talking about the Game Boy Game Genie. Wow. Uh, another fun fact. Do you, do you remember the Game Boy Camera? Vaguely. So the Game Boy Camera at the time held the Guinness World Record for smallest digital camera. 
Wow, that's 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 a Guinness record that I've been chasing. <laughs> yeah, for well, years. Well, since then it's been beaten by literally every camera you could buy today. But at the time, it was a weird little thing that you. It looked like a webcam, like it was a little ball, right. but it was attached to a cartridge, and you would plug like that whole really crappy pictures. That you oh, couldn't it take tell what they horrible were. pictures, yeah. and you could also buy a printer. Then you could print out those black and white, very pixelated images. Uh, but one of those cameras was used for the cover of Neil Young's Silver and Gold album. Oh, really? Yeah, that's a Game Boy camera picture. Wow. Neil Young, always on the cutting edge of technology. Yeah. He's like, give me one of those Game Boy Listen cameras. Oh, you think that's the way he talks? Yeah, is that the way he talks? Why does he sing that way if that's not the way he talks? He's got the voice of an angel. You go to hell. Well, he's got the voice of an angel and the camera of a child. All right. Any, anything else about the Game Boy? Look, I just feel like you spent a, a way too long on the specs and we ran out of time to talk about <laughs> anything interesting. Uh well to some people the specs are what's most interesting of of them all. No oh, brother. Only like a four megahertz processor, Tim. Why did they make it gray? Um, it, well they made it black and white because that was cheap and it was no 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 the actual oh the console <laughs> yeah I mean the NES was gray I think that was probably just a uh you know the color that was the easiest to make and and showed the less uh like dirt or whatever yeah. it's like know. a friendly i mean a lot of electronics back then were gray that was just kind of a style thing i think i mean and later on they made as we were talking about uh a million different colors of uh game boys that's true i have the most valuable one Tom. yeah but but i mean you i'll bring it by next week why we can play some donkey kong country. why were ipods white because um, that was the iconic color. Yeah, well, you could say the same thing about the Game Boy. That was the iconic color. I remember the volume went up real loud. Yeah. You get those things pretty loud. Yeah. And I also remember occasionally plugging headphones in and kind of being blown away at how much better it sounded. Yeah. And then one other thing. Mm-hmm. You know what? I'll save till after the plugs. No. Oh, okay. Wow. Oh, there's a tease. Is <laughs> it a tech spec? It's not a tech spec. But it's about as exciting as a text. Oh bag. well, if that's not going to keep people entertained, uh, uh, sitting through the plugs, I don't know what will. Yeah, well, uh, you know, I didn't lead with it for the first twenty minutes, <laughs> just being like, "Oh, here's the exact number number of pixels." <laughs> you had a list because you were uh, such a nerd. Yeah. If you like the show, you can check out tcgt.com for more. You can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash complete guide. Follow us on Twitter at complete guide. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Tom Reynolds. Follow me at your pal, Tim. You can support the show by going to tcgt.com slash Amazon for your Amazon shopping. Hey, maybe pick up a Game Boy while you're there. Maybe a DS. 3DS. 3DS. Or a Nintendo Switch even. Yeah. We got to bump up. Get them, get them spending. Yeah. Let's upsell all these guys. Hey, hey maybe you should may- buy a car. Hey, maybe it's your nephew's birthday. Yeah. Uh, you can also support us through patreon.com slash complete guide for weekly episodes of our other, our sister podcast. Books, the podcast. Yeah. This week we're going over, uh, I watched The Outsiders movie. So we were wrapping up The Outsiders and moving on to a new book. Yeah, Tom, did you put up that? that uh... Nope. 
Well, as of right now, yes. you better have. Uh, as of when people are listening to this. Patreon.com. A new poll for what the next book is going to be. Patreon.com slash complete guide. Check it out. Tim. Uh, hold on. <laughs> uh, two things, two orders of business. Thank you for uh, uh, leaving some nice reviews. If you could uh, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and wherever you listen to your podcasts, uh, that'd be very helpful because there are some scoundrels out there <laughs> that want to say some bad things about us, and we don't like that. I mean, it's fine. Hey, look, everybody has their own opinion, but uh, if you like this show, um, it, it would be a nice thing to do to uh, let the world know. So five stars only. And uh, to the people of Chicago, um, we, we're coming and doing a show, and you got a lot of you guys know that because the show sold out. Yes. Um, and when is it? It's in June mm-hmm. something, Father's Day. Um, June 16th, I believe. Yeah. Um, sorry if it didn't sell out. Uh, people have been emailing and, and, and tweeting and stuff. Um, if you didn't get tickets, um, if anything becomes available, be sure to, we'll, we'll, we'll post it to Twitter. We'll post it to the Reddit thing. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Do we direct people to Reddit? Go to the subreddit, right? Yeah. But, uh, I don't know. We're, uh, we're aware that it's sold out. Um, we personally don't have access to more tickets, but if anything happens, please follow us on social media and, and, uh, we'll... Try to try to get that out there. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Look, I don't know. Yeah. We're just too goddamn popular in the Midwest. It's true. Everybody's been talking about it. Yeah. You really took advantage of uh you know, this hook you've got for for this interesting tidbit to to get what I was a saying I was saying in. those weren't even plugs. That yeah, was housekeeping. But yeah, you know, these people are on Bated breath. I was hear. a big fan <laughs> of the puzzle game Dr. Mario. I never had Dr. Mario. And it was, I was a big fan on the Nintendo Entertainment System. And the way that that worked, it was kind of Tetris esque. Yeah. Except in. It, Things it, falling, you got to find places to put them. Yeah. But there were pills. Um, and each Drugs. side of the pill, yeah, had a different color. Mm-hmm. You had to match the colors, and then when you would do that, the the, the lines would disappear, right? So it was, it was Tetris-esque, yeah. but they added a color element. And then I hear on Nickelodeon, they announce on a commercial <laughs> that Dr. Mario is coming to the Game Boy. <laughs> they announce on a commercial. <laughs> it was a commercial. <laughs> and I'm thinking, how the hell are they going to yeah, do this on a Game Boy? That the colors, it's going to be too confusing Everything's just gonna look uh, black, mm-hmm. and so I was like, "No way, I'm out." <laughs> Dude, <laughs> so you were watching TV and you're like, "Oh, this is bullshit." Yeah, pretty much. I was like, "They're <laughs> they're gonna besmirch the reputation of Dad, a of, get in here of a great game." <laughs> Turns out it comes out. They don't use straight up colors. They use kind of like patterns. patterns yeah, it worked great. I loved it. So you thought they were going to put stars. out a game that was unplayable. He was also nine years old. I was like, uh, like I thought like maybe something like that would happen. Yeah. There have been bigger blunders, new Coke. Tim, that's what the Nintendo seal of approval is all about, though. They wouldn't have gotten that seal. You yeah. would have had to buy that game in a back alley. Yeah, that's true. Well, anyway, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that that... Uh, T's really paid off. 
I had a really nice carrying case for the Game Boy. Of course you did. That I sold when I sold the Game Boy, and I regret it. It was it was so minimalistic, but great. The Game Boy would store on its side, but then it had uh, like a place for all the cartridges. It could hold like maybe like ten cartridges. Nah, probably not that many. Maybe eight. Well. See, Tim, that's how you wrap an episode. I stand corrected. Hey, Tom. Uh huh. Happy birthday. Thank you. And hey, Game Boy. Yeah. Happy birthday. Oh, thanks. That was a headgum podcast.